Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Turn with me tonight to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, and we're going to teach on healing tonight because every day we need it. I said every day we need it. And not only will you need it, but someone you're going to come in contact with is going to need it. And as we feed on the word, we build health in us. Even if you're not sick, by feeding on the healing word, it builds health in us. Amen. And it fortifies that flow. So we want to make sure that we're tweaking our thinking (laughs) because sometimes you can just slip into a way of thinking when it comes to healing and uh, just a little bit off the mark is still off the mark. (laughs) So 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24, it reads, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins, should live under righteousness by whose stripes she were healed. Notice in this verse he refers to how in his own body he bore the price for our sin. And then it goes on talking about he's made us dead to sin. Then it says that we're to live under righteousness and then he talks about healing. Amen. Uh, I want you to see something right in here where it talks about that he bore our sin and freed us from sin. The phrase, now we should live under righteousness. Mm -hmm. How many of you know that that's going to affect the next phrase? (laughs) By his stripes we were healed and that healing is best received by those who are living under righteousness. We cannot persist in living a life of sin and think that health is going to be our flow. We've been freed from the power of sin, so we set aside sin. We set it aside, and now we come into a life of righteousness. It matters how we live when we're receiving healing. When you go to receive healing from God, it's going to address every arena of your life. To make sure we're living a life of righteousness, right? Now this verse tells us Uh, when healing was purchased. The last phrase, by whose stripes we were healed. So when stripes were laid on him, that was the the purchase of our healing. Amen. Amen. Then you know that before they crucified him, stripes were laid on him. 39 stripes. Now the medical industry will tell you that every sickness and every disease falls into one of 39 categories. And so, so precise and so complete was his bearing of our sickness that he bore every single category that a sickness could be named under. It doesn't matter how many sicknesses or whatever, every one of them have been addressed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. When did this happen? Before any of us were born. This is why the word is so important because the word records things that we weren't around for. Yes, yes. We did we were not there to witness it. 
So God witnessed it, recorded it, and said, let me tell you what happened long ago for your benefit. Even though you didn't witness it, you can now experience it. Amen. Amen. That's why the word is so important because God records what he witnessed. And we believe his witness. We believe what he says about that event. Amen. But God doesn't just, God didn't just witness what happened in the earth. God witnesses every realm. Amen. He witnesses heaven's realm, the realm of earth, but the realm of hell. Amen. And he tells us that Satan was defeated, stripped. What was he doing? He was, he was reporting the witness of what happened in the region of hell. When Jesus defeated him, destroyed him. But he also witnesses what goes on in heaven. And he records that. And the word is a record of what happens in all the realms that we aren't there to witness. But we believe his witness about it. Amen. Now, so all, Jesus did this before we were born again. Health was purchased before you needed it. Amen. Amen. Your forgiveness was purchased before you needed it. Your freedom from sin was bought before you needed it. What's that mean? God's in front of every need of your life. He's not behind. He's in front of every need. Amen. That's why there's no worry because no matter what the need shows up, we know that God already addressed it. Now it's just waiting for us to believe his testimony about it, which is believing the word. Amen. And, 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 and attaching our faith to his word, attaching our faith to his testimony. Amen. So at the new birth is when it became possible for us to move in to everything that was purchased for us. Now this purchase, as I said, happened long before we were born. Amen. Now turn with me, if you would, to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. Ephesians 1 and verse 3. The King James says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And then my favorite translation of that verse is the Norley translation that says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with everything that heaven itself enjoys. So heaven enjoys total health. Heaven enjoys wholeness. Heaven enjoys a pain-free existence. Right? And so that's what God has already blessed us with. Not going to, already blessed us with. Because it's part of our redemption package. That redemption package is complete. It's just waiting for your faith to activate it. Everything that belongs to you in Christ is part of that redemption package. Not just healing, but prosperity, peace, joy, victory. Everything that God has purchased, it resides in your redemption package. And when you became a believer, when you were born again, then you moved into being able to access that redemption package. But even though it's yours, you still have to access it further daily with your faith. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Uh, all of these things that belong to us because we're in Christ, we were born into at the new birth. We don't have to pray enough to get it, read the Bible enough to get it. We were born into it at the new birth. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not diminishing prayer and study of the Bible. But we only study the Bible to learn what we've been born into. It doesn't cause us to be born into it to study the Bible. But we study so that we'll know what we're born into and don't live defeated when victory belongs to us. So we're not earning anything of this. It already is ours. It already belongs to us. And when you approach every opposition as though I don't have to get anything, it's all mine now. You handle that opposition differently. Amen. Amen. I mean, just like when I was born... I was born a female. I didn't have to try to get that. I was, it was born that way. Now, mother had to teach me. One of the things she'd say, you be a lady. She had to teach us what was appropriate as a female. Amen. She would teach my brothers what was appropriate as a male. Because although you were born that way doesn't mean you're good at being that in your lifestyle, <laughs> right? But I, it, it was nothing to earn it. I was born into it. Same thing, I was born witch. I was born prosperous. I was born into health and wholeness. I was born into it. Amen. I, I so appreciate uh, one testimony that a particular minister was telling that one day he was talking to a, a Jewish man that was quite wealthy, a businessman. And um, he said to him, tell me how you prospered. And the Jewish man looked at him and says, I don't understand your question. He said, tell me how you became so wealthy. He said, I don't understand your question. He said, how did you acquire so much wealth? He said, I'm a Jew. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the man just stood there looking at him. He didn't get it. In other words, to this Jewish man, Jew and prosperity were the same thing. The, pre the preacher was asking him a question that was separating the two. Yeah. And in the mind of the Jew, you couldn't separate the two. They were the same thing. So he said, I don't understand your question because you can't ask me, how did I get to be a female? I don't understand your question. I was born that way. Amen. It's the same thing. We were born, we were born into health. We were born into victory at the new birth. Amen. And the devil brings opposition to try to get us in our own thinking to separate ourselves from that. We are not separate from health. We are not separate from prosperity. We're not out trying to make money and get wealthy. We are, because we're prosperous, money must come. Because we're prosperous, businesses must come. Customers must come. The prosperity draws to itself all that belongs to us. But if we separate ourselves in our own thinking from these things, then we're out trying to get it. That's right. That's right. 
And that's where the devil is able to rob from us because we don't understand that that's not just what we have, that's who we are. And this is why that Jewish man did not have any, any difficulty with prosperity because he realized Jew and prosperity was the same word. New creature in Christ, healed. New creature in Christ, prosperous. New creature in Christ, victorious. Same thing. Amen. Because that belongs to us at the new birth. And the devil would love in your own thinking to try to separate yourself from those things so that you try to reach and what you, to try to get hold of what you already are, therefore missing what you already are. Amen. Do you get that? I said, do you get that? Because that's where the devil dupes so many people in their own thinking. They, they're trying to be something that he's already made them to be. And because of they think wrong, they talk wrong, they believe wrong, and their faith doesn't work right. Well, Pastor Nancy, you don't understand I have pain in my body. You don't understand you're healed. There you go. Amen. I'm not saying you don't have pain in your body. I'm saying that who you are trumps the pain in your body. Yes. Yes. Now, you need to talk to the pain in your body about who you are. Tell that pain who you are. You can't stay because I am healed. I'm not trying to get healed from this pain. Amen. And this is what we need to move into the consciousness of. Amen. Praise the Lord. The deception of the enemy is trying to get you to be something. Get something. Earn something. Pray long enough for it. Read enough scriptures for it. Confess long enough to earn it. Listen, it's right to pray. It's right to feed on the word. It's right to confess the word. But not so we can get it, but so we can come into the full understanding of what we are. Already. Amen. And when you approach something as though you already have it, you treat that thing differently. You start kicking things around instead of running from them. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Listen, you say, but I don't understand what you're saying, Pastor Nancy, because I have pain in my body. It may be true that there's pain in your body. Let me say it this way. That, that's a wrong wording. It's not true. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. Yes. yes. Facts change. <laughs> Truth is something that never changes. Never changes. Every newspaper you read is full of supposed facts. <laughs> False facts. Accurate facts. Inaccurate facts. Whatever you want to call it. But tomorrow pick up the paper and it all changes. Why? Because all facts change. You, you, you balance your checkbook last week and there was a certain amount. You balance it this week, it's a different amount. Why? It w- wasn't it a fact last week? Sure it was, but facts change. That's right. They're very changeable based on circumstances. Truth won't change based on a circumstance. It never changes. Truth will not change from day to day, week to week, life to life. It will not change. 
And it might be a fact that your pain, there's pain in your body, but the truth is that you are the healed. You take and you talk about the truth. You lay the truth on the fact. You tell the fact what the truth says. And that fact will change. It will change if you will stay with the truth instead of staying with the fact. Don't stay with the fact in your own thinking that I'm hurting and I'm getting worse. Stay with the truth that he bought my health. I was born into it at the new birth. And you hold to that in the face of facts. And the, whichever one you hold to is the one that's going to dominate you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we're authorized to live with the awareness, I'm already healed. I'm already healed. So the devil would love for you, I'm trying, I'm trying to be healed. I'm trying to get healing. He loves those words. Because he has separated you from who you are by speaking those words. By thinking those words. Amen. We have to renew our minds. I am healed. I am the healed. Just like I'm the saved. And I mean, I will say this. Many times when people get saved, they don't feel anything different. They don't feel, okay, I feel salvation. No, you just, somebody told you that if you'll call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. The, the spirit bore witness with your spirit, but you didn't feel anything in your body. You couldn't touch anything outwardly to confirm that. It was all just in here. You just agreed and the spirit bore witness that you were a child of God, but it was all in here. Yes, amen. Then why do you look for your healing out here if everything comes from in here? Your healing doesn't begin out here. Your healing begins in here. Amen. So we have, what we do is we are the healed. We get up and we say, I am the healed. That's who I am at the new birth. I don't have to confess enough to get it, read enough to get it. Now, how do you activate it? You confess it. But it's not by confessing it that makes it yours. It's by confessing it that activates what's already yours. So yes, there is a place for confession, but not in trying to get it, but in activating what is already yours. Amen. These little tweakings of the mind are huge. The way we think about these things and the way we address these things. Amen. You are not the sick trying to get healed. You are the healed and symptoms and pain and physical conditions attack you to try to steal the health from you that is already yours. Amen. Now see, when you understand it from that direction, instead of healing is over here and I'm trying to get to it, healing is who you are. 
and symptoms are trying to get to that. It, it all matters what direction you think in. That's why so many people in the body of Christ have financial problems because they're trying to get prosperous. They don't realize that's who they are. That's who they are. And they think in those terms. That, that means I don't have to worry about money because I can't. How do I worry about being a female? That's right. That's who I am. I'm a female. I don't become more of a female because I worried about it when I first got up. Well, you don't become more prosperous because you worried about it when you first got up. That's right. When you start tweaking, renewing the mind, tweaking that thinking, and to come into agreement with, I am prosperous. It's not money that makes us prosperous. You were born into it at the new birth. It's part of your, your redemption package. And that's why so many people struggle. Because if God tells them about giving, they, they get up tight and they don't give. Why? Because they're afraid they won't have enough money. What's that a testimony to? I don't know that I'm prosperous. I think I'm trying to get it. Now I've got to hold on to this money to get it. Our, our conversation and our mentality has to change from I'm get, trying to get this to that's who I am. That's who I am. Amen. I don't get up in the morning and try to be Dufresne. That's who I am. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Now you remember when Dad Hagen told his testimony. Of course, he was raised up off of his deathbed from an incurable heart condition. Yeah. Years later, he is in the home of mom and dad Goodwin doing meetings at their church and he's staying with them in their parsonage. For several days, he had heart conditions, symptoms that tried to return. And he says, I've been dead several times. I know what that feels like. When your heart is trying to quit on you and all these conditions. He says, I know what that, feel, that, that feels like. He said they were alarming heart conditions. And he said, but the, about the third day or so of dealing with those, he said, I just pulled, my, pulled the sheets up over my head and started laughing at the devil. Right. And the devil said to him, what are you laughing about? And he said, I'm laughing at you. He said, why are you laughing at me? He said, because you said to me that this is one time you're not going to get your healing. And he started laughing. And he kept laughing. And after a few minutes, the devil said, what are you laughing about? He says, I already told you. You told me I'm not going to get my healing. He said, that's right. He said, this is one time you're not going to get your healing. He said, devil, too late. I've already got my healing. I'm not trying to get my healing. I've already got my healing. See, he didn't get his healing that night. He got his healing. Jesus bought it when the stripes were laid on him, but he moved into it at the new birth. You see, if the devil can always get you in the, in the mentality, I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get it, it shows ignorance. And we're destroyed by our ignorance. That's what the word says. Amen. It's ignorance that destroys us. And so the devil was playing this word game with him. He was trying to whip him on a technicality of words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's right. 
but Dad Hagen caught the strategy. And he said, I'm not trying to get my healing. I've already got it. But see, if you don't build that in you before pain comes, you likely won't build it in when you're hurting. <laughs> It'll be more difficult for you to build that. You can, but I'm just saying you'll struggle with the mind more when you're hurting. Well, praise the Lord. Symptoms that come do not change who you are. That doesn't change. It cannot change who you are. Amen. Lack that comes cannot change that you're prosperous. Can't do it. Unless you think wrong. This is why when some people are not generous toward themselves, oh, I just, you know, I just don't want to spend that much money on myself. It shows your mind's not, your mind's not right. In line with the word. In line with the word. Because how do you not want to bless your own life when you are prosperous? Now, I'm not talking about going out and spending beyond your faith. But I'm just saying... Uh, if you're not generous with yourself, you have an understanding problem. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You don't understand that you are prosperous. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Some people will hear us preach that by his stripes we're healed. And then people will say this, well, why don't I feel healed then? You want to know why people ask that question? They're carnal. Yeah, that's true. What's carnal mean? Body ruled. They're body ruled. They're checking their body to check their redemption. They're checking their body to see if they're healed or not. They're body ruled. If you check your body to see if you're healed, you'll never experience the divine healing that belongs to you. Because healing, divine healing doesn't flow from your body, it flows from your, your redemption. And you have to build on the inside of you the understanding that you are the healed. Amen. Colossians tells us that Jesus spoiled, defeated, and stripped Satan in his total conquest and victory over him. The timeless truths in this book answer it, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testings. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without His power. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. God's Word speaks about the different measures of faith. Little faith, weak faith, dead faith, increasing faith, and great faith. We need to understand that faith is measurable. Get your copy of Nancy Dufresne's book, Knowing Your Measure of Faith. God offers you His thoughts. Take them. This life-changing book by Nancy Dufresne, A Sound Disciplined Mind, will instruct you on how to do that. God's Word will reach into your everyday life, transforming it. It will lift you from the commonplace into the supernatural. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's book, A Supernatural Prayer Life, you will learn how prayer moves the plan of God forward. As we take time to pray in the Spirit, clarity of His plan for our lives comes. 
Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.